Welcome to the SAPHCM Insights Podcast. I'm Steve Bogner here with my good buddies, Becky Murray, Brandon Toombs. Hi, guys. Hello. Well, today we're going to talk about, um, I guess, some of the challenges and approaches that we take towards uh, documentation and community engagement and product information around the uh, SAP SuccessFactors products. Um, you know, we work in this every day and we've done it for years. And, and I think, uh, you know, we have some perspectives on that and also some tips and, and uh, maybe some things that can help people out. Um, and also maybe I think, you know, not everyone is aware of all the different sort of avenues out there. And I think one of the challenges um, that we've seen is that there are so many different avenues out there, you know, which ones should we use and, you know, how can we make them best use of it? Um, and what's a, a good way to, I think, leverage some value from it. So, uh, Brandon, I'm going to start with you because this, this is something you've given a lot of uh, effort, thought and time to. Um, so let's, let's talk about, you know, what are some of the different sort of channels that uh, you use and what are some tips that, um, that you have for people? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Steve. Um, so I am going to before I even jump in, because what I'm going to do is I'm just going to do a bullet point down of all of the different places that you need to go uh, to look for information from success factors. But before I before I do that, because the list I'm going to give you is a little bit scary. Um, I do want to mention and just state at the outset, I do know there's a lot of uh, uh, initiatives going on within success factors. They, they, they do get it. They understand that this uh, uh, stuff needs to be consolidated down a bit. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I think uh, I would say definitely stay tuned because these things will be getting better. Um, all right. With that said, Nat, out of the way, let me just kind of boil this down. Let me just run through this. I'm going to try to do this as quickly as possible. But what I did is I just kind of bullet pointed out all of the different types of documentation available um, and kind of quantified it where it makes sense. And I did it from an EC perspective because obviously I'm an ECP all the, uh, or employee central all the time. Uh, but let me go through this. So first we have the uh, implementation uh, guides those, or operating guides. Those are available at help.sap.com. Those are produced by the product teams. Um, so that's the first place I, I always go for documentation. To me, that's the most authoritative. Um, to give you a sense of how many of them there are for Employee Central, um, uh, between Employee Central and platform and things that are EC related, there are around 89 of those. Uh, second thing I will talk about is the architectural leading practices. Um, this, these can be accessed via the Success Factors community. Those are produced by Success Factors, but not necessarily by the product teams. They could also be by uh, uh, professional services. Um, by my account, there are roughly 22 of those. And those cover things like, um, you know, what kind of client instance strategy? You do want a two tier or do you want a three tier? And then also things like uh, how do the different modules connect together? So there's some really good stuff out there for architectural leading practices. Next up is implementation design procedures. Those are also accessible via the success factors community. Those are produced. Uh, they're interesting. They are produced by success factors and but but also by partner organizations. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, different implementation partners. So some uh, so those are really good, useful information. They're, they're detailed 
Um, but you know, honestly, sometimes uh, some of what's in there can can uh, sometimes contradict what's in the support guides. Like I'm going back and forth right now with someone regarding the uh, design procedure for position management because they're saying you shouldn't be using the recommendation is to not use uh, uh, shared positions at all. Um, and you know, in the official guide, that is something that you can use. So it's like uh, you know, you, there is some there's some risk there as far as like uh, some of the detail could get uh, a little bit. Um, you know, it's a little bit tricky um, with those and and uh, with implementation design procedures, they're about to come out with certification for those as well. So to say I've read and I understand all of the implementation design procedures. So it's really important that particularly for consultants that you understand those right now. There are 15 of those just for employee central. Uh, next up is going oh, we're going to talk about the KBAs. Uh, KBAs are messages that are released by support. Um, those uh, are available. Now you have to be registered, but all customers should have a, a what's known as an S number so they can search through these. Um, these will list out all the errors that that happen within uh, success factors and when they get resolved. It will also do some how to's and as well as some very specific, very um, pointed information that maybe is is more detailed than you'll find in the product guides. Um, and uh, sometimes there, you know, one of the complaints I have is that some of the information from these KBAs should be making into product guides, but don't. Um, uh, by my count, there's over 5,000 of these over the past three years just in Employee Central. So to give you an idea of the of the volume that we're talking about, that's what we're looking at. Mm -hmm. um, next up is release notes. Those we're about to get those actually uh, release notes. Um, itemize everything that's coming out in the in the upcoming release. Delta exams are based off of that. There's roughly 300 of those. Uh, there were roughly 300 of those in the last uh, for for the last release uh, for Employee Central. To give you an idea, uh, next up is blogs. Uh, so uh, why am I talking about blogs? Because they are not quote unquote official. Well, I still every once in a while I'll still get a support telling me that I need to read this blog on a certain topic, yeah. and that that's what I would need. Uh, well, um, those are available on blogs.sap.com. Those are publicly available. Um, I, uh, to give you an idea on, on the volume of that, there's a, there were been 1100 of those just in, in employee central or, uh, or easy core. So that's, that's what we're talking about there. Um, next up is best practices explorer. That is something that you can get to, um, from, uh, the community, the success factors community as well. There's, uh, it's under leading practices. This is just gives you some flow charts for best practice flow charts and things like that. Um, these are produced by success factors. They're not as high level, but they are useful. So uh, keep that one in mind as well. Um, and then, uh, uh, lastly, our message boards. So at, at the moment, there are three different message boards. There's the success factors community that is for customers. There's the SAP community. That is um, basically it's kind of a middle ground. And then there's the, the the partner community, and the partner community is of course where the partners can go to get their answers um, to everything. So you know I I will say you know it's a pretty intimidating list uh, when you look at it. There's a lot of information there. Um, too much. It's really kind of almost too much for any any given consultant unless you really really want to want to drill down. Um, it's a lot of information to try to keep up with. So. Um, you know, eventually, as I said, I think they're going to be trying to consolidate it down, but hopefully that gives you an idea of everything that is out there. So I'll stop there and, and <laughs> then we can talk about how, how best to um, uh, uh, navigate all of that stuff that I just talked about. Yeah. 
I'm going to throw one more on tier list, Brandon, just kind of a tangential one. Um, and that's the roadmap viewer to see. Ah, yes. yeah. yeah, I know it's stuff that's upcoming or that's planned um, when when that might be released or um, how it might connect into other existing portions of the solution already. So there's the SAP roadmap viewer uh, site for for that. Way to show me up, Becky. Sorry, sorry. I was <laughs> going down my list as you were going down your list. Yeah. Well, and you know, I I do a lot with payroll, and so I think. Payroll is a little bit different, Brandon, from EC, right? Even if we talk ECP or on-prem payroll, ECP is still, you know, the core of it is back on that on-prem platform, uh, functionally anyway. And so a lot of that documentation um, from a technical perspective is is still back on the older platforms like help.sap.com. Um, you find a lot more on um, notes there. One of the challenges I've had over the years with with documentation in general is how do I know which is the latest, right? Which one's the latest and greatest? Which one's official? Because, like you said, it's in so many different places. Someone updates one. How do I know that that's the latest? Um, I think that's a challenge, and I think, like you said, as as SAP Success Factors works to get this more. Um, Instead of discombobulated, recombobulated, I guess we'll re recombobulate it and get it together. That should diminish, um, you know, from from a payroll perspective. Though one of my challenges with the documentation there has always been uh, lack of documentation. You know, and I think with the Employee Central product, um, there's tons of good documentation out there that people have been putting out. You and others and SAP, and uh, it's really impressive. Um, you know, for payroll, it has been um, less successful, I guess. I mean, maybe that's just its legacy history. Um, but, you know, when I'm looking at um, a new piece of functionality, I look at the documentation. Most of the times there really isn't an implementation guide. And um, and then when you start implementing it, you, you learn a lot through just sort of debugging the code to see okay, what was not documented. And that's, that's unfortunate. Um, Hopefully that'll change, you know, with, uh, you know, new payroll products coming out. Um, but that's one of the challenges I think that, you know, from a payroll perspective that we face. Um, and, you know, there's really, you know, it's, it's challenging to fix that because, you know, you also have payroll um, country compliance out there for dozens and dozens of countries too that SAP has to put out. You know, to that, to that point, Steve, uh, I think one thing that I hope uh, does get better uh, in the future is there's not a very good mechanism for uh, finding something uh, in the doc, uh, a gap in the documentation and uh, uh, providing that feedback back to success factors. The, yeah. I've done that. I've tried this several times where I've, to me, the, the, the way to do it, the only way that's available is to open up a uh, incident and say, hey, the, the documentation's wrong. Let's let's fix this. And uh, they may uh, be able to uh, uh, release a KBA, which is just a support uh, uh, you know, I item. But uh, in order to get information from support to those to the product documentation, uh, that's that takes an act of Congress, and it's uh, you know that to me, if there's one thing in this whole thing that I would love to have fixed, it's that uh, is the ability for um, uh, both support people who, by the way, the support uh, group within Success Factors um, knows the the product really well because they're dealing with the pro the errors on a day to day basis. 
um, as well as just uh, you know opening up more avenues for people to feel empowered to come in and say, okay, there's a gap here in the documentation. You need to update it. Um, it's a, it's really difficult uh, to do that today. So hopefully that's one of the things that'll happen is that there's a better way to get that in, uh, to get information and to get customers excited about the idea of let's let's make this better for the next person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The human experience needs a little work on this. Yeah, I, I do. I will say, Steve, kind of echoing what you what you're saying about the payroll documentation. Those of us who worked in the on-premise SAP space prior, you know, this really is night and day to have all of this documentation available. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, we're talking about how hard sometimes it is to find it or to keep it straight, but we are, you know, um, uh, on the flip side, the silver lining is that there is so much of it that's available, um, which is a really nice thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it'll be nice to see this sort of come together uh, and, and make it friendlier from a user perspective. But also, I think one of the benefits of, uh, you know, bringing some order to the to the chaos here is, and I think that as consultants over the years, we've tried to do this. I know, Brandon, you're doing it with your YouTube videos. I've done it with blogging in the past where we really want to say, to show, okay, here's how you do this, right? Um, you know, the implementation guides and notes and documentation uh, can show you some things, but, um, you know, I think that having this uh, engagement from the user community and the consulting community to actually say, okay, here's how you make this work. Here's how you do it um, adds a lot because in documentation, it's really hard to get that across, right? Yes, uh, it, it's definitely, it's hard to do it. And I think we're all getting more and more accustomed to the idea of being able to watch a video on, on certain things. But, um, you know, as far as like uh, progress goes on SAP's side, uh, and that, you know, think about the fact that, you know, not that many years ago, uh, uh, SAP was not even uh, allowing any kind of screenshots in their documentation. Their, their help guides had no screenshots in them. Uh, yeah. At least now they've gone to the uh, to the point of, you know, allowing documentation. You'll find some places now where they've been, they've been trying to do things like embed videos, which is really, really uh, useful in some of those help guides. So, you know, they are, you know, they, they are making steps to, to make it better than it, than it used to be. Sure. Sure. So, uh, Brandon, what are some of your tips for how you, how, how do you deal with this, right? So, on a day-to-day -day basis or a week-to-week -week basis, um, how do you stay on top of, of the documentation and the community engagement to really get value out of it? Uh, I, I think I've found, well, I've, I've found that the best way for me to uh, uh, stay on top of things is really to try to be disciplined and just uh, take a, like a, a uh, a, a regular time every week to go and kind of make the rounds. So what I try to do, and for me, what makes sense is Monday mornings. Um, I'll just go in and I will uh, work my way through uh, looking at the documentation. So first I'll look at the the, the uh, elements from blogs.sap.com that have happened within the last week. Uh, next, I will uh, go look at, and uh, Becky, you, you mentioned this, uh, uh, the roadmap uh, viewer. I will look at that every week, and I know that it doesn't change weekly, but it, what's nice about it is it helps me kind of get reinforced on things. Next, 
I will go to look at um, and see if there are any new IDPs or you know the implementation design procedures or ALPs, and I'll try to pick out one and, and kind of look at look at that. And then um, lastly, but certainly not least, I will go and uh, I will look at whatever support notes uh, KBAs have been released within the last week and kind of scan through those. And you know anything that I find, I try to you know I use OneNote and I just kind of put those in there. But I do think that you need to be uh, you know, if you're going to work in this, and I know, you know, for customers that are, you know, consultants and customers, uh, I think it's worth your time uh, to just spend, you know, uh, if you want to do the 30 minute version, you can probably just look at some of the KBAs. Um, uh, uh, but if you want to kind of stay on top of things, you really need to kind of carve out a time and then just have a routine uh, of things that you go through. Uh, to me, the, the right cadence is a weekly basis. It'd be really cool if there's a newsletter that did that for us, you know? <laughs> You know, um, Becky, what, how do you do it? What's your approach to making sense of all that? You know, um, I like to use the customer community. So it's, um, community.successfactors.com. In theory, you're supposed to be a customer to get to this site. So some consultants out there that are listening, you may not have access to this, um, but many consulting organizations are also customers. So, um, you know, that's how folks like myself are able to access it. And many of you may be able to do so as well. Um, this site, if you use it correctly, it's almost like an aggregator site um, because mm -hmm. it has different links to, to different things. Um, there's a section on the side called resources and under there, there's a section called the empowerment center. And from there, there are different blocks. So, you know, preparing for implementation, defining your processes, knowing your product, um, under there, there are links out to the different resources that we've been discussing. So links out to, you know, the process library for, for leading practices, links out um, to the architectural leading practices, links out um, to the support launch pads for things like those KBAs and to, uh, you know, create or review tickets, um, links out to product training and things like that. So I usually come there first and try to you know, read through and figure, you know, am I looking for a guide for this or help on something that's existing? Am I looking for release notes? Am I looking for the release calendar? You know, I, I kind of use that as my my first point, if you will, and then jump out to wherever I'm going from there. Mm -hmm. The caveat to that is you kind of have to know a little bit about what you're looking for. Um, <laughs> because yeah. the links take you places, but you have to know, okay, I'm looking for resolution on an issue, then I know to go to KBAs, or I'm looking for how to set something up or how to review defined best practices, so I know to go here. So you do have to have a little bit of uh, background about what each one of those things does in order to, to click on the correct link, if, if you will. Mm -hmm. But I like to start there. It, it stays relatively updated because it links directly out to these places. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, I usually will start there. If I'm not quite sure what it is I want, but I know it's one of these things, um, you know, otherwise I sometimes will just jump right to help.sap.com or, you know, right to rapid.sap.com to get to get different pieces there. Uh, yeah. But that's just, you know, once you do it enough, you know, to go straight there. If, if you're either just getting started or you're just a, an occasional user, then, um, you know, starting with an aggregator site like the customer community is a, a good starting point. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, yeah, it's the aggregation, right, that is is the value there, bringing things yeah. together. Um, yep. You know, I've, I've seen some of that, too. Um, 
honestly, what, what I do, I rely on um, monitoring the SAP notes and KBAs. So basically I've gone in there and I've subscribed to different areas in, in, in the payroll area, which is my focus. And, um, you know, first thing in the morning, I'll have a number of emails in my inbox that says, okay, here's the new notes in the areas that you're following. And I'll take a look at them, and if um, they're relevant, if they are interesting, I'll click on the button to go read them, and um, you know, stay up to date that way. Um, and that's that's worked out well for the last few years for me. I think part of that is because you know the the core of payroll is is pretty stable now, and so there's not a whole lot of new functionality there. The new functionality has been in Payroll Control Center, and uh, Imran Sajid has done a great job documenting that. You know, if you want to know about that. Get his book, take the course, go to blogs.sap.com and do a search for it. And, you know, it's all there after, you You know, you might have to click on a few links to get to it. But um, so I think it's it's interesting, you know, we've talked about from the customer perspective, from the consultant perspective. Um, there's really uh, two different channels there, I guess, of, of looking into the documentation. And, and I wonder, you know, is, is that something that should be brought together into one, you know? The, um, um, you know, what I know that with provisioning in employee central and success factors in general, um, we used to have to do a lot more than we do now, right? Yep. A lot more of this is under the customer's control, which I think is great. So where's the line between, you know, consultant specific documentation versus customer specific? And should there be any? I don't um, go ahead, Becky. I don't know that there should be a line. I think, you know, anyone who's participating in an implementation product or a support exercise or just general ongoing maintenance of an existing system, you know, should mm -hmm. have access to documentation and um, customers should know how to set up a system or how to make configuration changes. So they'll need access to configuration related documents and then consultants should know what their customers and end users are experiencing. So they need access to kind of the ongoing maintenance or customer experience or customer focus related documents. So I don't think you need to separate them um, in terms mm -hmm. of access. I, I do like that they're separated almost in terms of um, like project life cycle. Like, okay, we're in implementation now, so here are our implementation guides. We're in uh, maintenance, here are our, you know, maintenance mm -hmm. or improvement guides, just because otherwise it could be overwhelming to see so much all at once for, for different phases. But I mean, I think making it universally available and in some type of consolidated space would be nice. You never know mm -hmm. when you're in implementation and you need to check a KBA or you're in maintenance and support and you need to check a KBA. So, um, you know, having everything in a consolidated, concise space um, would, would be very nice. Yeah, and I, I would, I could not agree with Becky more I, as far as, to me, it makes not much sense to uh, segregate uh, what customers have access to versus the partners. I mean, I understand maybe you could have the partners have some, you know, uh, uh, methodology stuff um, that had to do with just the nuts and bolts of uh, implementing uh, or, you know, going through the implementation process. But beyond that, um, I you know this has been kind of my argument that I've been making for years now, which is why do we have a partner community um, versus a, 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 a 
uh, a client community where we're asking part uh, detailed technical questions on the partner side that that customers don't uh, uh, get the uh, privilege of being able to uh, get the answers on uh, the, the customers after a, a couple of years. There's so many uh, cases. I'll call back to my to my old customers and say, hey, how are you doing this now? Because they're dealing with things at a deep, deep level. Um, anything that's technical, uh, those customers need to know it uh, as much or more uh, than the consultants do. And, and the argument that I hear as to why we don't uh, have just one uh, community where we're asking questions and, and harvesting all of that information together is, well, some some partners uh, are asking dumb questions and we don't want to make that, you know, we don't want to embarrass them. Well, if they're if they're asking dumb <laughs> questions, well, first, first of all, I, I think a lot of times that's overblown and, you know, everybody mm -hmm. starts out sometime and it's okay to ask questions. And, and even if they're uh, not the greatest questions, you know, guess what? If, if we do this in the community board fashion, uh, the way we used to do it on the old uh, SAP community where everybody was together, you yeah. ask a question once, you find it, and then it's there uh, for posterity because a lot of times what seems like a dumb question uh, isn't a dumb question when you're just starting out. So let's quit having these two separate uh, places where we're asking questions. Let's let's get all of that information together. Yeah, it's a great point. And so it seems like maybe we're uh, gravitating back to the uh, pre success factors method of putting partners and customers into the same pot, and we all um, share and learn together, which I think is a great great idea. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone asks. I mean, they, they, they're not stupid questions, but they might be misinformed questions, right? And, you know, we all have the opportunity to learn. Um, and, it's, and it's a good thing. And, you know, those, um, what, I think one of the problems, though, that plagued SCN is, is uh, there was a lot of low quality content that people put out there, too. That mm -hmm. was basically just regurgitation of the help files or things that were just really elementary. It's, it looks like, you know, people were doing it because they were told to go, Post something, right? It might be, might have been on their goals and performance, um, and you know that's that's one of the downsides of I think a, a really wide open community platform is um, quality control is can be challenging, right? And we had, you know, you can have moderators and you need, you need committed people to do that, um, but again, you know, things of value rarely come easy. And so, you know, if we want to have some value here in in, um, in customer engagement, I think that needs some intention, that needs fostering, and it needs some guidance. And I think, um, you know, hopefully, we'll see more and more of that as as time goes by. So, a lot of good stuff here on documentation. Um, it is challenging, right? I mean, I think as consultants, we've we've come up with our strategies for handling it, and um, and like you said, Brandon, it is changing, and I think it's changing for the better. And you know, if you have uh, you know, as a customer or a consultant, if you have additional perspective on how to keep track of documentation and, and engagement with the community and with customers, you know, let us know. You know, we don't know everything here. So um, give us a tweet, uh, find us on LinkedIn. Um, hopefully this is uh, giving people some good um, perspective. And if not, let us know. If it was useless, let us know. <laughs> right? Give us feedback is what we live for. Very good. Thanks so much.